Sports. Hey, it's all about quality, not about quantity, right? Let's get back to another round of Bruise Day Tuesday with Drez and Big Nate. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. It is Bruise Day Tuesday, brought to you by the Southern Restaurant and Six-Pack Store. Downtown Blacksburg, which I know for a fact is also where these beers came from. Because if I'm not mistaken, it was our very first cellar beer run together. And, yeah. you know, you picked some beers, I picked some beers. Uh, and we did a dress show, we did a, a Nate show. I don't remember how long ago that was, but... These are two more of your beers well, that somehow I, we never got around I, to drinking. I know where my head was at here. It was probably summertime, I'm you've assuming. You've got the, the, the Amagong Rare Voss. And I I've do. And I've got the uh, Polliner Munchen Grapefruit Rattler. So I was in summer. I was ready for summer, man. So uh, there, there's a lot of fruity flavors going on here. Yeah, we've been sitting on these ones for a while, which may or may not have something to do with uh, the pour on this one. It's been in the fridge for, like I said, uh, a good few months. But yes, from uh, Oma Gang, the Rare Voss, and Amber Ale with orange peel, grains of paradise, and coriander. Could be an interesting mix. Uh, 6.5% Oma Gang out of uh, Cooperstown, New York. Uh, I know that on my bottle cap map of uh, the whole country, Oma Gang is my New York brewery cap. So. so, I mean, they get a pass. They've got coriander. So, like... We're well into fall now, and it kind of works. Coriander that, that falls. The the <laughs> pollen munchen, the polliner munchen grapefruit rattler was definitely geared towards summer. That's pure summer. Yeah, we might have sat on that it, one. A it's also long. a, a two point five percent ABV. Oh my gosh! So it's gonna it's gonna go down just fine. It it poured beautifully. Full disclosure: uh, There's a reason why I handed that one to you, and I got the home again because well, I would never drink that beer. What? I mean, not even a beer. It's a rattler. Do you like grapefruit? No. No. Yeah. I so, don't. Yeah. Not at all. So feel free to pour a little bit more in yours. Like, I'll, I'll try it, but I am not going to want a half of that, I don't oh. think. Um, yeah, I've never been a fan of grapefruit. I remember growing up, everybody in my family pretty much, especially I, I, for some reason, I definitely can visualize and remember my grandma, grandparents eating grapefruit. They even had that special spoon that had like the little teeth With at the, the end. serrated edges. So yeah, yeah. You, you cut into it and- I don't know. To me, that's a grapefruit spoon. I don't know if that's actually what it's called, but that's what I've always thought it was because that was the only time they ever used it was when they were eating grapefruit. It's the only time you need it, I think. Yeah, it's never a fan. I, I've, I've, I, honestly, that being said, it's been many, many years since I've actually tried to eat actual grapefruit. Who knows? I know they say your taste buds change every seven years, so maybe that's changed. But It, it actually kind of intrigues me that you don't like grapefruit. Given your love of IPAs, well, seems like it would be right up your alley. That's true. I didn't. I didn't used to love IPAs. In fact, I used to hate all beer, and so I, I doubt I've had grapefruit I since I've I, liked AP, IPAs. I, I think we have to get you a grapefruit. All right, we might need to give that a go. I'm not about to buy one. <laughs> They're not that pricey. Well, and also, is I'll, it, is it out of season now? I don't it, even know. It, it's it's going to be hard to find. Yeah. Uh, I'm Citrus a, season has ran. Yeah. That being said, you know, I'm a big fan of the, you know, like the cuties, the little, uh, I guess, clementines or whatever. And so those those bags that you get, they're always very hit or miss. And 
you know, me and BB were grocery shopping and she was reaching for another bag. I was just like, look, we've gotten like three bad ones in a row. If this one isn't a hit, then I, I think we're done. But sure enough, this bag was big. Everyone's been great. I've been eating delicious citrus, you know, clementines. Have you bought the ones in the wood crate? I feel like those taste better. There's no difference. I'm pretty positive, but I feel like there's that process of breaking the crate open and separating them no they are they're actually in a crate yeah. i was we was just it's like bag. a wooden crate but yeah it's still got the bag in there it's just a packaging mechanism oh no we don't get the crate no additional where are you cost sh- where are you shopping at yeah I i've never I seen usually that get those over at the kroger oh okay I, i've we have not opted for the crates crate version i mean what do you do with the crate then you got a crate you got to throw away or you've got kindling for fires oh that's that's smart it tis the season for a nice little That's bonfire. Absolutely. Yeah, a nice little backyard fire. Mm. What's your favorite fireside snack? Besides s'mores? I mean, s'mores is the obvious That's answer, the of obvious course. That's the obvious answer. Uh, well, here's a, here's a little thing. Um, there's these, uh, I don't know exactly what they're called. It's like a iron, I don't know, this is actually using the fire, similar to uh, s'mores. You know, I don't know if you were going like, you know, just something you're snacking on, like a bag of chips. No, I mean using the fire. Okay, like, cool, cool. Okay. I cook my hot dogs in the fire. Cool, I got you. All right, so you know, have you seen these? Like they're cast iron, little like say like what are they called? What are they called? Come on, you know what I'm talking about? Skillet, griddle, grill. So, uh, cast. What are you um, making? Waffle iron? Because they make those too. Iron fire pit. Thing. Lodge has thought of everything. Like you can make anything in it. Fire. All right. So this is okay. No, no, this is an actual fire pit uh, for food. I, I don't know what they're called, man. But it's basically it looks like it looks like a little square, and you could put whatever in it. But I mean, you could put like slice of bread, some cheese, slice of bread, and then you're making grilled cheese. You can put a slice of bread and like pie filling, slice of bread, and then you got like a little like kind of almost like a panini pie press. thing. I don't know what they're called. But they're phenomenal, and you could put anything. You could put bread and then uh, some cheese and a hot dog or just some type of meat, and then you put it in. It's just, it's just you know, you shove it in there. You sit. After a little while, you pull it out, and you eat it, and you're happy. You're a happy camper, literally. I mean, yeah, s'mores. Okay, so first off, everyone who's out there, like, trying to up their s'mores game as we – Hit the tail end of the camping season. Reese's peanut butter cups instead of Hershey bars. Been there, done that. That is a good good play. But even just 101, everybody goes for, you know, what's the OG? You got your Graham, you got your Milo, you got your Hershey's milk chocolate. Opt for Hershey's dark chocolate. I think that the dark chocolate really sets it off. So it's not super, super sweet. I think it complements the Milo better than the milk chocolate. Well, frankly. Do you, uh, I have this horrible habit. I light my marshmallow on fire. I and No, 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 no. Like I it needs slow, to be charred. Slow, like I like no, no, no. Slow blackened roll. marshmallow. I do the slow, the slow above, a good bit above the fire. And then you, you rotate it. And once the mallow, you can see it starting to slide down on, you know, the stick or whatever you're using. That's when you know it's ready. You never, I, yeah, I never burn it. Oh, I always blacken it. Like, no. I throw it right in the fire. It's on fire. All right. But then it's not ready. Then it's not. Then it's it's not fully melted. It's just the outside. Oh no, it melts. It melts. Mm, not me. 
I mean, there's still me. definitely a little feedback. I, I I will grant you that, but I always think it's perfect. But yes, I've done the. I've been a big fan of the Reese's Cup versus rather than Hershey. And you can even branch out. You can go beyond that. You can do York peppermint patty instead of a. a I've, we've tried that. Um, Hershey's good. The problem with the Hershey's or with the Reese's, Reese's is good. Problem with it is it's a lot thicker, so it yeah. doesn't melt like a yeah. normal Hershey bar would. And and that peanut butter is never going to melt because it's dehydrated. Yeah. So so you you, you got to go into it understanding that that's you know that's that. But you can use. You could, yeah, that's, that's sort of underrated. Everybody goes for the Hershey classic Hershey's milk chocolate, but try a dark chocolate. Maybe try a, a, a mint Hershey's mint. I know that they have those. That, that you know, uh, a Crunch Bar, cookies and cream. There you go. Delicious. Another way to mix it up. Yeah, there's there's options out there. People, don't be shy. Don't be scared. Just branch out. But yeah, is that your go-to? Is that I mean, you you're asking about? No, it. were I, you going I, somewhere else? I, I I just really wanted to bring up the the Reese's peanut butter cup that everyone's mm-hmm. sleeping on. No, uh, my favorite, actually, kettle popcorn. It, it's not kettle corn because I'm just making regular popcorn and I'm not throwing the sugar in there. But you get a cast iron skillet, throw it straight in the middle, put your oil in, let it heat up. So you get your current your kernels in there. Oh, popcorn! So you you do you do your popcorn on a fire pit. Not usually, but for that scenario, yes. So how are you getting that cast iron skillet in there without burning yourself? Well, you have to use a poker or a, a something to maneuver around tongs. So, so you t- you tong it in there? Like you can? Yeah. That's a, some strong tongs, man. A cast iron skillet's got some weight to it. Yeah. So what we used to do, and we haven't done it since we moved to the new house, um, oven mitts. Throw it in. Mm-hmm. Get it on. Okay. And then getting it off is a matter of grabbing a shovel. Ah, okay. Yeah, that would a work. A shovel. You can okay. pull it right out. That Pop works. Corn's ready. No, I could see that. But uh, I could definitely see that. I, I'm sure there's but ways you also, to find uh, it. there are tongs made for moving the- You got to be pretty attentive because popcorn is one of those things where like once it's done, you got to get it out yep. of there. No, God, Quick. burn popcorn's the worst smell Isn't in the world. The, yeah, that's no good. I actually- I made a mistake making popcorn. So I do, I pop up myself as well. Uh, you know, just you get the big old pot, like you said, oil. You throw in three. Once those pop, then you know it's ready. You throw in the rest. And then you got to just be diligent with it. I made the mistake of the big bowl, my big popcorn bowl was already dirty. So I put it into a smaller bowl and there was still some left. I was like, oh, maybe I should pour this into another bowl, but I didn't. So I let it sit and then... The stuff that I let sit in there, the bottom of them got a little, little toastier than I would have wanted to. So what's your oil of choice? Just olive oil. Olive oil is fine. Coconut oil. Mm-hmm. Try coconut oil. I don't have coconut oil regularly in my home. Well, when you're doing the keto thing, you will. Mm. I'm pretty positive. Well, that's that's starting so uh, quite soon. So we'll see how that goes. I'll bring you some popcorn. I'll bring you some coconut oil. Well, you we'll, get we'll have an adventure. Coconut oil popcorn. Like I don't think it's the, it's not the oil that makes it non keto, is it? It's the popcorn itself, the carbs. You make corn, keto popcorn. Well, corn just goes right through your system. You can't digest it. If you're talking about the actual kernels, popped corn, you're still not digesting it. Really? I mean, I guess, I mean, I've never seen popped corn in the toilet. 
yeah, afterwards, well, yeah. but but I feel like you still can't digest it. I don't think that's what, what the would case. make the kernel different than the popped corn? The fact that it's popped. Yeah, I would assume so. So you're telling me that their skins, their tender skins, are so resistant that like it's just going through. But oh, we broke the skin. It's fine. Well, well then it's just a little. I don't know. Well, now we now, don't need to get too great. I mean, now there's some research. questions I have because I have no idea. I think you might be right. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure that you can digest popcorn. I'm uh, if I was a betting man. I'm I'm beginning to wonder. <laughs> Either way, all right. Let's let's get to trying uh, trying to untap these beers. So I have the Amagang's Rare Voss, which is what you handed me. I'm feeling pretty good with this one, man. It's it's pretty it's pretty delicious. It's not quite. Um, it's funny. I'm almost glad we saved it because I know that you picked this out as like a summer beer to maybe do on the show. But I'd say this is quite appropriate for a fall. I think you can. I think you can get away with it, like you said, with the coriander. It is delicious. You got the orange peel in there too. The nose on this is quite nice, lacing a bit lackluster. But again, this has been in the fridge for I don't even know how long. Uh, so if you play that into the factor of the score, mm, this is probably a this is probably at least a four. All right. I'm going to give it a four out of five on the untapped scale. Drez drinks my handle. Big Nate Danger over there is going to untap his grapefruit Rattler that I'm sure is delicious. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, if more mm-hmm. or less drink. The it looks, thing. looks amazing. So, so I'm going to factor in the score you're about to give this in my score because <laughs> I think this is delicious. Um, and I know you're going to give it... <laughs> Probably a lower rating than I would, so I've got to balance out. It's not the best beer I've ever had. Uh, 2.5% ABV. That's already a ding. It's a Rattler, though, so you expect that. The style, pretty perfect execution. The label's cool as hell. I like the way they kind of worked in the pink and the green and did well, everything. So they kept that Polliner Munchen green and, and threw the pink in there. Kind of like a uh, Arizona iced tea, actually. You could do some covert... 2.5% ABV drinking with that. Um, Big label fan over here. You're you're going to give this probably a one. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, this I'm is not. not gonna, I wouldn't give it a one. I can I can tell you that. I'm not that cruel. Okay, fine. That makes me feel better. It I might not this, break three, but it, it won't get a one. I'll give it a four. All right. This, this is a four. Uh, for the style, it's pretty close to perfect. It's delicious. I love grapefruit. Uh, there was nothing that. I think would any, any any casual drinker who's just like kind of walking up to the bar is going to enjoy this as long as they like grapefruit. Mm, there's the, there's the uh, disclaimer. That's, that's the qualifier. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll get back with the tunes. It's a wrap on Bruce Day Tuesday right here on 105.3 The Bear. Stick around. 